This is Cosmic Cooper, radio host of Blue Ark Station. Please enjoy these sensual beats while we float through space this evening. It's currently 2200 hours, and it's another... We interrupt this scheduled broadcast for a breaking news update from the Sticky Buttons podcast. All right, man. So it has, it's been a minute, and I have not talked to you in like two weeks. So what, what have you been up to, man? It has been a while. Uh, we've been just playing some 2K, playing some 2K a while here. Still on that same, same vibe. School stuff. Keep you had midterms. Midterms, in there. It took like three midterms uh, uh, since I last spoke to you, and um, that's rough. That was, it was pretty rough stuff. I, I've got to, I've got to enroll for classes starting later this week. So you know, I've got a lot on my plate right now. But. Yeah, well, I think that's only such a pain. Like enrolling for the next semester. Yeah. I wish I wish they made that a little bit more easy or a little bit easier. Cause it almost feels like it's like, oh, like this is like the worst time to do this. Right. It's like right in midterms. I'm like, my head is just in the books. And then I got to like take my head out of that for a second and just like look into the future and just think about like, what am I going to be taking? Some of these classes, I don't even know if I'm going to pass this semester. So it's like, I have been there, man. The way I always, the way I planned it, I was always like, I'm just going to plan on having this if I pass. And then I was like, if I don't pass, then I guess I'll just try and add that one that I didn't pass. But I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, like, it'll just be an easier one. I, I think you'll pass, man. I never, I don't think I ever had a, ever had one where I wasn't able to pull it through at the end. Oh, I got faith in you, man. That's a, that's the thing though. It's already happened to me twice and going to a public university. It's just a lot less handholding and it's more of like, here, here's what you have to do. Now go do it. I don't know. This is just something I'm not used to, but it's a challenge that I'm enjoying because it's preparing me for the, for the workforce. Yeah, definitely. So do you not have like a, like an advisor or somebody that you can talk to? <laughs> not really. No, oh, that's it's, such a, it's a public university is like 40,000 plus students. There's not really like the resources to like, you know, kind of you know have someone be there for me i can't email like department heads and stuff and like try and do that which i i do sometimes i will email someone who's like in the department and can answer a question that i have that you know like i've met before which is really important to like network and just make connections everywhere you go yeah definitely that's surprising to me i mean i'll have to i'll have to ask some other grads that i know from my school but i also went to a public u and it was like around like 39,000. Wow. And I had an advisor. I mean, like it was like in the business building. So like I was like a business advisor. Um, that she, so she only advised business students. So I wonder if there's like a resource like that for you, like something like in your, de- in your department or in your specific school. Yeah, I'm on the, I'm actually on the, right now I'm a general undergrad. I'm on the cusp of like getting accepted into either the school of science or the school of business. And I think once I, I am trying to get into the school of business, uh, once I do get in, I think there will be like those resources for me there. Yeah. I, you know, if, I mean, not to make this about this, but if I were, if I were you, I would almost reach out to, or see if there is somebody from the, like both schools and just see if you can have like a, Uh, talk with them you know and I mean like even the the receptionists that aren't in that aren't the advisors I think they have like a a general base knowledge of some of that stuff as well definitely yeah man navigating higher ed can be a lot like just the bureaucracy of it 
fucking sucks. It's a challenge in and of itself, but it's I I'm the type of person and video games gave me this trait. It's like anything that's like challenging or you know, just out of like my realm, just out of my comfort zone. I really enjoy it. I revel in it. And, you know, I, I love overcoming those those uh those challenges. Way to way to bring it back, man. Way to bring it back on topic. I love that. Yeah. Dude, I actually I've been so in these past two weeks, I've been thinking about some things. I've been thinking about some fighting games. You're really? you're big into fighting games, aren't you? Yeah, I've played uh, you know, some Dragon Ball, a bunch of Dragon Ball games. I've played some Mortal Kombat, um, a little bit of Tekken here and there. Super Smash Bros, by far my favorite fighting game. So I, I got a question for that, like on that specifically. Could you tell me what the difference is between Super Smash Brawl and Super Smash Melee? Okay. Um, so Super Smash Melee, I believe, was just a um, a disc for the Nintendo GameCube. I, I think that was just a Smash. Because the Super Smash Bros. like franchise, they have a few titles, and I think Melee is just a, like a Which title. is like one specific title? Yeah, and then Brawl, I believe, is the title for the Wii U. And then for now, for the mm-hmm. Switch, we have... I think is Super Smash Bros. I think they just took it back. Now it's like just the OG Super Smash Bros. So the reason I've been on that like train of thought is because I got a Switch, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, Congratulations. Woo. Thanks, man. I pulled the trig, bro. Um, I actually, I, in the moment, I, I called you. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of I'll lay, lay the story down because I, I think we had some connection issues and I wasn't able to tell you the whole thing when I was there. Uh, so I was visiting my girl and we were out in Delaware. And like something that is that is cool about Delaware, um, that is not cool for my pocketbook is <laughs> they don't have sales taxes. So I'm always like, oh, like I probably shouldn't buy that. I'm like, but I don't have to pay taxes on it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, and it's it's kind of like it's not necessarily as much like the oh, like I'm just saving like a little bit of money. It's also like the I don't have to pay pay the government when I when I buy this, and that makes me right. feel good. No, right. And honestly, you should. I mean, that's a great point, especially for, for gamers. You know, for every penny is important, if, especially if you want to play the titles that are coming out six months from now, you know. Yeah, actually, that's, you know, that's really important. And I actually think that I want to bring it back to that. Um, I was wanting to talk a little bit about, like, the accessibility in gaming. Um, so I got, like, this whole story about getting a Switch. But, but like, yeah, it is, it is expensive to, like, buy these things. And like games and games in general, so I definitely want to want to swoop back around. But I'm I'm all right. This is it's kind of like it's kind of a funny story. So I, we like we call up a couple Game Stops. Um, we're looking at like Targets, and like I kind of like decided it was like a Friday, and I got like paid on like that Wednesday, and I was like, I'm I'm gonna pull the trigger. I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm gonna buy it. And I like decided like 5:30 on Friday. I was like, I'm, I'm going to buy this. Like it's happening. Like there's like, I'm like, it's happening. Like there's, it's going to happen. <laughs> I was just like, cause I was like, I've been like talking myself like out of it, like in and out of it, like so much. You believed it. I know. And I like literally had to like give myself like a pep talk. Like I just did. <laughs> um, and then, so like, and then we went to uh, my girl's, um, her friend's house and they had like a little cheese board and some wine. And then uh, we were like, all right, this Walmart has one that's like 30 minutes away. Like, let's, let's hop in the car and let's go. So then we went there and I, so I kind of like, I was wanting to get the gray one, which I know is kind of, I don't, I think that might be a little bit of a hot take 
I think a lot of people want the the blue and blue and red one. Which one I mean, do you have? I have the alternate colored one, but that was only because I got it on launch day. Gotcha. And they didn't have the gray one. I I would go for the gray just because of functionality and it'll be a little less noticeable when it gets dirty. Yeah, that's yeah. I think that I talked to you about that, and I think that I was really like that's it's kind of what I was thinking too. But I, I actually I I think that. Just from like looking around, like I think that the the red and blue ones are actually the more popular, and those are the ones that people want. Yeah, they definitely sell a lot more. Yeah, but so so when I got there at this Walmart, they didn't have they didn't have the the black ones, but I was like, fuck it, man, like no sales tax, like I'm still gonna do it. They had the Animal Crossing one, which which is cool because I know that that's gonna like sell out, and like people have been waiting for that for a while. Yeah, but I just I have like no connection to the um, franchise to the franchise. Yeah, and like. I don't, I mean, I don't know if I, if I'd like it, we can talk about Animal Crossing a little bit later, but I was just kind of like, it's like, I don't know. Like I, I was kind of just it's like, I don't know if I'm going to get it now, but then I was ultimately like, no, like no sales tax. Like I said, I was going to get it. Fucking want it. Like I'm getting it now. Cause there's also like, so in this, in this period of time that we're living in, switches have been hard to come by in the, in the COVID oh, yeah. quarantine. Um, so they, they're, they are hard to come by. I could have ordered one directly from, Nintendo. That option has been available for about a month, but I would I would have to pay sales tax on it unless I sent it to my girlfriend's parents' house, which is in Delaware. And I was like, I don't really want to do that. It's like shipping. Well, I mean, like also that, but then I was like, then it's gonna get there, and then I'm not gonna have it. And it's like then I'm gonna have to go like get a train ticket out there, or like they're gonna have to mail it back to me. And I'm like, I think it's gonna like net out anyways, even if I do that. Uh, so anyways, I like where I'm at this Walmart, and I'm like, I finally like. I get somebody like get it out for me and he I shit you not man he's like he looks at me he's like my birthday's coming up what <laughs> I know I was like oh yeah and he's like you want to buy me one <laughs> I was like no bro they're expensive <laughs> um but I was like whatever like I was like all right man like let's just laugh about this like it's an experience whatever um and I was like yeah man I think I'm gonna get uh, I hadn't decided I was going to get two games and I hadn't decided on the second one yet, but I had decided I was going to get Mario Kart. So I was like, how about you, can you grab that Mario Kart for me? And he spent like five minutes, like jingling with the keys, trying to get like the thing open. And he was finally like, man, I, I can't get this open. And I was like, I was like, well, like, I'm not going to, like, I'm gonna, like what, just, can you like open the, open the second one? Like the one next to it? And he was like, yeah, I can do that. And he like opened it. And then he like kind of like reached in. He's like, my, my arms aren't long enough. I can't get it for you. And I was like, well, do you want me to get it? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. So I'm like in Walmart and I like, I feel like I'm like bouldering, man. I feel like I'm like, I'm like crawling in my whole shoulder. Like my neck is like pressed up against the glass. I'm like reaching in and I like grab it like, a t like my index finger and my middle finger and I'm able to like pull it out. And I was like, what the heck is this? Like, I'm really making me work for it. Really making um, that Mario Kart. I know, man. And then I was like, um, I was talking to the guy and I was like, yo, man, I think I'm going to get a second set of Joy-Cons too. Because in my head, I was like, this way I can like play Mario Kart with four people. Of and my girls in her parents' house, like they might all want to play. Like this will be fun. Like we could all do this tonight. And he was like, oh, dude, I don't think you should get a second set. Like it comes with one. And I was like, well, I mean like for four people. And he's like, I think you need a second Switch for, for four controllers. And I was like, I don't know if that's true. But then I also like, I was like, I don't know. So I was like, oh man, I don't know what to do. <laughs> but yeah, it's not true. You, you could just get two. Yeah, I, 
Uh, yeah, I, I looked up later and I figured you would confirm, but I'm like, yeah, like you don't need, the only thing is like you can't charge four at a time on the one switch. Right. Which I mean, like that's not a big deal. But so then like, I don't know, like things just like weren't working, like they weren't aligning. And then I was, but I was like, no sales tax. <laughs> um, so then like, I finally, I was like, all right, man, like, I don't know, like, what do you think? Like, should I get the second controller or not? Like, that's what I said to the guy. And I'm like, no sales tax though, right? And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, isn't there no sales tax in, tax in Delaware? He's like, you're not in Delaware, bro. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, you're in Maryland. Uh, and I, was like, uh, I was like, well, I don't want it then. And I was like, I just walked away. And I was like, I, I mean, like, I was like so mad because I was like, I was like. You I thought you were. I thought I was kidding, man. And I, oh, it was. Close. <laughs> I was like this close. But I was like, it's just not right. Like something's not right. It's not working. It's not worth it. And then. I just ended up, I ended up just like walking. I was really disappointed. And then I just like slept on it for a night. And then I was like, I'm gonna call the GameStop. That's like 10 minutes away. They hooked me up. They not only had a gray one, but they had a gray used one, which like in my mind, I was like, I'd rather get it used. Like one, just like, so, so like if somebody was learning to buy like a new Switch, they can have that experience. And I am also like, it's not that big a deal for me. And like I'm also like big on like the reusable train, trying to be eco-friendly yeah, and stuff. And the environment. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it just worked out like so good. And then I also like also with the use thing, I've heard like rumors that there's gonna be like a new pro, like a Nintendo Switch Pro that like might come out in like the first of the year, or, like after Christmas or something. Which I don't know if they'll do that. Like they're just like rumors, like nothing's confirmed, like I don't need, like, it might, it probably, I mean, who knows? It might not happen. But, like, even still, I was, like, I was, like, I don't need it. I just, I want to get the used one for a lot of reasons. So then, like, it just, like, worked out perfect. And then, like, I was able to get a pro membership at GameStop. And I got, like, $10 off that purchase because, like, you get $10 off when you sign up. So you have to pay $15. You have to pay $15 to become a pro member. So I got, like, $10 off right off the bat. And then they had like a like a event going on where if you spend three hundred or more, you get like thirty dollars off. But you have to like wait twenty four hours. So on my next game that I get, I'm gonna get thirty dollars off, which is like great. So I got ten dollars off the switch. So I think I paid like two sixty something for it. Like maybe maybe not even that. And then I got Mario Kart. Uh, I got I got Mario Kart new, but like again like no sales tax. And then the second game that I got was Breath of the Wild. Ooh. And they had this like cool like deal going on that day to where like I would I like if I bought Breath of the Wild, I got this like sticker pack like for my Switch. So it's like a sticker that goes on the back of the Switch, sticker that goes on the Joy-Cons, like a screen protector and then like stickers for the dock. And oh. like little things that go on the buttons too on the on like the joysticks. Yeah. And they have like that like uh, cool eye looking thing that looks like a T. Oh man! So it's here. I'll I'm, I'll pull it up right now. I'll show you. Okay. Cause it's cool. Uh, he has the switch right next to him, guys. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, check out that like sticker. It's uh, I don't really. Know. Do you know what these oh, things are that called? That is sick. Um, I do know what those are called. It's not coming to me right now, but yeah. Yeah, they're like the. They look like um like centipede thing or like but they have look like they have a bell on top which also i can't fight these things in the game like i get fucked up by these constantly i also i don't think i'm playing it right (laughs) 
Are you not? What, why do you not think you're playing it right? Um, just because I I've only so I've only I don't even think I played it like an hour yet. It's cool. I I really am enjoying it. It's is it hard? Not I mean not necessarily. I just so I've I've also like I've never really played a Zelda game. So like these things are just like sunken into the ground, and you can like search them, and you'll find like an ancient screw or like something like that. Um, there's a couple other things that I think they're random that you can like find like an ancient shaft or something like that and they're like parts and it's just like kind of says like oh like you might be able to use this later and i was like that's cool like i'm i think it would be cool to like have like those things that you find in these like abandoned things like matter later in the game yeah um i think that'd be cool but i mean who knows so i'm yeah i think it's so cool because like you can just you can go anywhere like and like if there's like a, a wall you can just climb right up it and I think that's so cool, like from like a game mechanic kind of thing. Like if there's a tree, I can just go climb the tree. No, yeah. Like, that is so cool. Um, I'm definitely like really enjoying it right now. Um, but I have not, so like I said, like I haven't really put that much time into it. I'm still fighting these goblins with like the, the clubs that they drop. And I've got like two swords, but I'm like, I don't want to use them because everything breaks right away. So I'm like, if I'm just like, fucking up like a goblin like i don't want to waste my traveler's sword right which i think is like a bakabon club or something yeah 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 i have like a bakabon club yeah so i'm just using those right now this cool i've got like two or three shields i've done so okay so there's like this old man and he says that i can have his glider to get off this like plateau yeah but i have to like do four shrines so i've done two of the shrines and i like have the other two marked um, on like one one of the shrines I noticed it was like kind of high up and I was like oh like I'm gonna go up into the mountains and kind of like walk around because like you can I was like I'm gonna should take like the, the long way and do like a scenic route kind of thing um, but then I died because of the cold and I couldn't uh, yeah I, I like got, yeah I like got too far up and I was just like man I don't know I don't know if I should like go back down and then I was like I can't find my way back down so I died and I was also like go ahead go ahead the great plateau that's like mm -hmm. the beginning and you gotta you gotta get these four shrines you gotta go to these four shrines get these like tablets so that mm -hmm. you can get that glider and move on dude that's the part that i also have not moved past not believe it or not i have Bro. not moved how past long have you played the game i've been i've had it now f since release date but my uncle like played past that part and he would tell me about it i've Gosh, never we're like at the same spot then I've never done it myself. I've never moved on past that part myself. Dude, that could, this could be the first game that we, like, play together and talk about on the show. It could be. It really could be. Because once I move past that plateau, well, I don't know where there is to go. I know. Me neither, man. It's, it's cool. I'm really enjoying this so far. And I also feel like I got all these stickers that I got to see it through. I got to put some serious Got to see it through. And honestly, that's a game that you're once you get past, like, a certain point, like the ball is just going to start rolling down the hill and you're not going to be able to stop like just playing. So, yeah, I'm sure I'm kind of scared to get into it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the mechanic of it being so realistic and stuff. Definitely. Dude, it really like, is, man. It's cool. You can spend a lot of time on that game. It reminds me a lot of like red dead redemption. Something like that. Uh, yeah. Dude, his, his like links hole, like get up, like he's got a badass earring. He's got long hair. Makes me want to grow my hair back out, dude. Yeah, Link. Link is really—he's flexing. flexing <laughs> I love that you can just like walk around in your boxers too. 
Yeah. <laughs> you just do whatever, like, you want. I know. Oh, that is cool. I mean, yeah, man, you mentioned how it's like Red Dead. How, did you play the first and second Red Dead or just the I, I've only got to watch people play Red Dead, the first one growing up, because my parents would never, like, let me play those titles really young. But once I became of age or, like, once I, you know, could get someone to go into a GameStop and buy a title for me, I got a Red Dead. And, yeah, the first one I played was Red Dead 2. It's a super fun game. Have you beaten that one? I haven't beaten it. No. Dude, I, I mean, I, I don't blame you, man. They're so long. I think that, I think that's like, I mean, like, I think it can take you like 100 to 300 hours to like complete that story. If you, if you had to guess, like what, what game would you say has taken the most amount of your hours? What game have you devoted the most hours to? Ooh. Like as a franchise or like a game specifically? Let's go with, let's go with game. Like a title. A title specifically. I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer this in three ways. Okay. So there's like a game that took me a very long time to beat. Like I like started it. I would just like play a little bit here, a little bit there, and like it just took me like a long time to like actually like beat the storyline. And that probably lasted like what well, lasted a while, probably a couple years. Um, and that would have been Far Cry Three. Oh, that's a great one. That's a gem. I oh man, the one that I spent the most time on. I actually, I wouldn't even know. I, I would say definitely the franchise that I've spent the most time on because like whenever I look at my like playtime, I'm always like, how the fuck is that even possible? It's Pokemon. Okay. It's like I can just like, I'll look down at my save file and be like, oh, I've put 50 some hours into this. Oh, wow. It feels like nothing. That's a close second for me. Yeah. Oh God. I would, I would probably say, oh God, I don't. I'll have to I'll have to do some research. I'll have to do because I think there's a way I can look at my look at my Xbox and find that out. There is another. Oh gosh, now I'm thinking about like multiplayer's, and I've probably put oh I've probably put so much time into like Battlefront two, Battlefront one. Man, I played too many games. Because <laughs> there's also like despite like how long you play it, which one like keeps you fulfilled the longest? Yeah. So let me ask you that. Which which one did you like? play the longest but like you feel the most fulfilled when you play and like feel like no time has passed those two are the same for me the okay. one that i played the longest and i feel the most fulfilled put the most hours into that's skyrim skyrim oh, is just a universe that i just fell in love with it was when my dad first bought me an xbox 360 i was like 12 years old and um that was the first game he got me was skyrim and that's all i needed it was for like a year and a half. Like I was just on Skyrim and I had like this elf and then I made like this Nord. I remember getting up to like level hundreds and just really exploring Tamriel. I mean, Skyrim and Tamriel. And, that is uh, so cool, man. Yeah, I, I had the whole map and everything of like the, the region, the map of like the world and stuff. And I really got into Skyrim. That's something that I'd like to actually do. I'd like to meet the people who were like responsible for Skyrim. I really would love to meet like some of the developers of like, yeah, I actually made that mission or like I actually made like that whole city. You know, I designed that. I'd love to meet some of those people. That's awesome. Dude. I, you know, I'm sure there's a way that like, you can do that. I'm sure that they like we could I'm sure that we could figure out who those people are and like listen to that. I'm sure that they have talked about them in interviews. Yeah. And you could like listen to those. We'll have to do some research on that because that could be cool to talk about. Especially if you're so passionate about it. That's so interesting. So what, what were some of your favorite missions on that? Skyrim, some of my favorite missions. Um, I remember when I was in Imperial, I had to go, I had to 
pretend to be a chef for the imperial um, leader, and um, I poisoned his food. No. Yeah, I actually murdered the imperial (laughs) leader. And um, that was a pretty cool mission because right after, they kind of knew it was me because I messed something up. Had I not messed it up, I would have gotten away. But I messed something up. They found out it was me, and I just, I had to get away. Did you bowl? (laughs) I had to bowl, yeah. I had to just get out of it. Oh, man. So did you have a character that was, like, good at sneaking or, like, good at stealing? Yes, I had had a a, uh, Khajiit which is um, kind of like a leopard. They're like a cat-like being. And Dude, that's who I was. They're very sneaky. They're very sneaky. They're good, at, they're good at sneaking and just stealing. I loved pickpocketing all throughout Skyrim because it was just such a fun thing to do. Yeah, I definitely, I, I think I had two save files. I, so I probably put um, an hour into each save file. So like I, I, I did not play it as much as you, um, but I was also like playing other games. Like there's yeah. so many like, like games that like, redefined genres at the time um i'm sure like, yeah at that time skyrim was probably like ah like i'll play it but it's like i want to get back to like modern warfare or i want to get back to like yeah. you know probably so many things yeah i thought it was because really, i had like two safe files i think i had like one is like a dark elf and one is the the cat and i remember the like when i did the dark elf the way at like the time that i just like set it down and didn't pick it back up again was i tried to steal something and i got caught and then they just like immediately like it was like a king yeah. or something. He just like immediately beheaded me. Oh and I was my like, God. like I can't pick it up after that. <laughs> that was like, yeah. I was like, that's like I'm like that's done. I'm done with it for me. Stuff <laughs> like that will happen, man. It will surprise you. That game will surprise you. I actually I the reason that I didn't the thing that took me out of it that I think that if I'd kept playing it, I would have like fallen so hard into it. But like what made me like kind of like what pulled me out of it was the the fighting mechanics. Mm. I didn't like just pressing trigger to swing a sword. Gotcha. I I wasn't really I wasn't really into that. It just made it didn't feel like because I don't know it just didn't feel right to me. But like I have since since picked up games like uh, like Shadows of Mordor, uh, Assassin's Creed, and I feel like like if they had like done something like a little bit like that, to where it's like you have like maybe one or two combos or like. There's like some kind of like skill instead of just like button mashing, which I mean, like, I'm sure there is like as soon as like when you get further into it. But for me, I was just like, this is the same button that I use to shoot a gun and I swing a sword with. Yeah. That kind of pulled me out of it a little bit. I feel that. I feel that. Skyrim is one of those games where it's like very programmable too. So, I mean, it was designed to play on a PC. So like on a PC, you just pull the trigger. You'd probably like choose what key you want to be or like hit key. I, I really want to try the VR. I want to see what the VR is like. I've heard something. I was going to bring that up because I think they just did it on like PSVR. Yeah. I've heard from like, I don't personally know anybody that done, has done this, but like I've listened to them on like podcasts or like other mediums. And they say that like playing Skyrim on like PSVR is like the, the coolest thing that they've ever experienced in VR. Really? I can see that because it's like a world already that's really easy to get lost in, you know, playing it like yeah. imagine actually putting yourself there you know through these lens vr is something that like right now the technology is just like the entry point is not there for me yeah, but I think, I think once i become like a professional and like i'm definitely like in a different you know place financially i think i can get into it and i think it'll be better off too because it's an industry that's like so 
Yeah, it's an infant. So it's, yeah, it's really in its infancy. And I think that, yeah, we touched on that a little bit last week with like the Star Wars Squadrons, which like if you had a gaming PC with like the pedals and the joystick and the VR, like I don't think anything could beat that, man. But like, <laughs> the entry point for that's just like the price tag is just so high. So high. Yeah, but on the on the VR thing with Skyrim, I heard that there's like things that like they programmed into the, uh, I don't know if they like did it since they released it for VR or like you just did it and like you can only see it through VR is like the scale of everything because like everything has to fit on like a TV screen. Right. But like I guess that they like, cause like it's not restricted by that in VR that like you can see like this, like the scale of everything is actually the way it was like programmed, like originally programmed, originally intended. So we're like, even though like you still kind of get that when you like look around with the joystick, like the, your thumb on the joystick, like you still kind of get that, but like your screen isn't moving, like so to say. So like if like you could like look at like look down at your feet and then like look up in like a building, you could like see the ceiling. Yeah, I know you could you could do that, but like I guess the scale is like totally off. Realistic if if you're in VR and it'll like really capture like the actual you know breath of the world. Yeah, it's a huge world. It's you know the 3D rendering can never fully capture it. And you know. I actually like kind of just it's awesome. This is awesome that it like happened organically, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back around to the price tag, man, because you were just kind of talking about that. I really wanted to talk about like the accessibility in gaming, because um, like like you said, man, it, it's just so expensive. And like I'm at a a place where I just dropped like I just dropped like almost four hundred dollars to get like a switch and like two games. Damn, man. And like I mean, like I'm definitely like I'm excited to like put some time into it and like play, but like. That's like, especially like right now, like that's like so privileged, you know what I mean? And like, like I, I hate that the medium that we just happen to like, which is video games is just so expensive. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, there's so many people that I feel like I couldn't like connect with over these like stories and like the message and like the art of it. But then it's like, oh, like if you've never, like if you didn't grow up doing it, like you, like it's kind of like a hefty price tag for you to be like, oh, like, like if you're like just somebody that's like never played before, I guarantee there's a game on the Switch that you would love. But then yep. it's like, you got to spend the money for it. And then it's like, and then you have to like figure out which games are for you if you've never done that before. Never like even remotely gotten to the hobby. There should be a way to like, because I know that there are people, myself included, like right now the next gen consoles are about to come out. And I'm thinking, I'm like, what am I going to do with my PS4? Should I sell it? Am I going to just put it in the living room? I already have an Xbox One as well. There should be like a system where people who are in need of these entertainment systems can come out and say like, hey, my household could use one. Like if someone is willing to like give one up, I don't know. It should be like a system like that. Yeah. And it's almost like, like connect people. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe we could even start something like that somewhere down the line, you know? Probably, you know, because I I definitely, I, I can see, I'm, I'm sure there's like some kid in my neighborhood within a five block radius who like, would love to have a PS4, but just can't afford it. And yeah, and like that really sucks because this has nothing to do with him, you know. Like, yeah. like that's just about like people around him, you know. Especially if you're a kid, like just having something like that, it's just so privileged to be able to have those, you know. Right. Yeah. So, I was thinking that we could do a mobile game. A mobile game. Yeah, I was. I actually I heard about something. I heard about a game. And it's two ninety nine for your smartphone. Two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. So I was 
and like there's also like with gaming like it takes a lot of time you have to put a lot of time into it sometimes to like really enjoy it and this game is like 2.99 and it takes like 40 minutes like give or take like 40 minutes to an hour and i was thinking that would be something cool that we could both do and then bring to the podcast so you're saying like play a game on the podcast no 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 not not on the podcast i'm saying like we could do it and like if somebody like was listening that didn't have like a system but they had like a phone they could yeah. play it and that, i think that would be a cool way that we could like like connect the people that are listening hello people that are listening and also like you know because like i have a lot of friends that they might listen to this and then they're like they don't have like a system or something and i was thinking that'd be cool if we could like make it more accessible in our medium and our platform we could do like a little like 299 mobile game definitely i think that sounds like a good idea are you down yeah all right man i think we should do it so this mobile game is called florence 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 and yeah you can look it up on the app store and i'm pretty sure it's on google play as well and it's like 299 and i think it only takes like 40 minutes 40 minutes to an hour to play Um, i'm pulling it up right now yeah so it's it's spelled f-o- I'm sorry, F-L-O-R-E-N-C-E. And it's just a story about life, 299. And I think it's about a girl starting a new relationship. And it won the mobile game of the, or it won best mobile game um, in, a, in the B-A-F-T-A Game Awards for 2018, or 2019, and the game of the year mobile game for 2018. I mean, like if it won awards two years in a row, figured... It might be a good one to, to check out. And I think it'd be cool because, like, it's, like, I think that, like, mobile games get dismissed, you know, in, like, the medium. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, still a piece of hardware and it can still be a mess, like, a medium with a message. So, I think that would be cool to check out. The, um, the developer, Ken Wong. Yeah. He's an interesting dude. I'm reading his thing over here. Just about him. Yeah. And, I don't know, it's, uh, it's a really interesting puzzle-based game. Two ninety nine. Yeah, it looks like it's by Annapurna Games LLC. Annapurna Interactive. It's a big download. It's a one point three. Yeah, I didn't didn't realize that. Games also take up a lot of space. So this is just another par for the course here with. (laughs) (laughs) The most taxing thing on computers is just visuals. Just putting visuals on them. That's cool, man. I I'm excited now. Then we get two (laughs) games that we could we could both play together and talk about. Florence and Zelda Breath of the Wild. I don't know. Now I'm looking. I don't know if I have 1.3 gigabytes available. So I'm probably going to have to delete some stuff. Do some storage management, which is a pain in the ass. Storage. Very. Also another important part of gaming. Storing all of the data that games are. It's a lot of data. Do you have an external hard drive? No, not, not anymore. I use the cloud for a lot. Try and use cloud for a lot. You have to pay for that? Yeah. PlayStation? Yeah, you do. No, I also thought that there was like a way that you could put like a memory chip in the Switch. Yeah, you can get an SD card. What I did is I got an 128 gigabyte SD card. Oh, I see the slide now. I was literally looking all over for it and I couldn't find it. Actually, there's 256 gigabytes SD cards. If you want, if you want to buy those to put in your Switch, that that'll be huge. And that can save at least like two or three full size games. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to do that just because, like, I was just kind of, like, playing in bed, and I was like, yeah, I don't really want to get up and change my game card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So definitely be wise about which ones you choose you want to download. I feel like Mario Kart is the one that like you have to download. You keep downloaded on your Switch. And like Smash Bros. Those are two that like I keep downloaded on my Switch because it doesn't matter if I have internet or not. I can play them because they're fully oh. downloaded. Do you need to have internet to play it if it's on the cartridge? Um, No, I'm sorry. If you don't have the cartridge, you need internet to play them if they're not fully installed on your device. Okay. Gotcha. I'm also... I. So I have I have two games that I'm thinking about picking up next. Um, I'm thinking about picking up Smash because I really want to play with you. And I think like like I said earlier, I've really been thinking about some fighting games, man. I have never really gotten into them, and I just I feel like I just got the bug, man. I got the itch to do it, and I've never really had that before. So I'm, I would be really excited to play some fighting games with you. You're gonna love Super Smash Bros, especially when we st- like we can play together because you can play online. With random people, you can play. Oh, I'd get my ass kicked. I bet. <laughs> yeah, there's some people that just play too much. Um, yeah, I mean, like, with anything. But. With anything. But Who are your favorite characters? Super Smash Bros. Smash. is one of those games where, like, you'll go online and you won't be able to touch the other person. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> how do they do that? Is it just like grabbing you or? These guys, they get so good at, like, understanding the movements and, like, they've played it so much that they know what the movements are and, like, what characters can and can't do, you know. I mean, that's cool. That's a learned skill, I guess. I mean, that's why they have, like, the competitions. competitions. Yeah, and, like, that's, um, I've, I've always been a fan of, like, professional gaming ever since early on I started playing uh, game battles because mm-hmm. my uncle used to play for money on Call of Duty, and oh, so really? I if he's playing for money, like that's, I got to get to that level, you know, because mm-hmm. he was always like five years older than me. So he's kind of like an older brother. And I was like, I just can't let him leave me behind, you know? Um, so I started playing professional gaming and yeah. it was on Black Ops, Call of Duty, Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2. And yeah, I, I used to play like 2v2s. I had a partner and we would play online and just, you know, play other people. For play my- tournaments and stuff. Yeah, play tournaments and stuff. Did you have any friends that played game battles? I'm sure you've heard. I don't, of it. I'm not anybody that like I knew. I mean, I'm sure I did. Like, I'm sure that I know of somebody that played. I think that I had somebody in my fraternity. I think his little brother played like professional Rocket League for a little bit. Ah, that's a big one. Rocket League is a really big one. There's a lot of money made on that one. Rocket League, Super Smash Bros. has always been a big one on game battles. Yeah. You know, Call of Duties, Call of Duties are big ones on, on game battles. Um, just that level of competition was always like, once I learned about it, I just couldn't stop chasing it and trying to be there. You know, when, when the game really interested me that much, like Call of Duty. But now I kind of lost that interest with that. Yeah, it's easy to, it's easy to lose, <laughs> lose your interest in like FPSs, man. Yeah, I really, I actually, I think that we were talking about it like one or two episodes ago, just like feeling kind of underwhelmed with everything that's coming out and like, it's like yeah. it just feels like the same things. Like and That's because it is. I think the business model is just becoming more transparent to people and, and people are just getting a little tired of, of the model. I think they know that too. And they're, they're probably, they're thinking of ways. I think that's why they're coming out with the next gen. Now they're going to have the first next gen Call of Duty is a Black Ops which I think is a great, it's a great thing to do because you have zombies and you have multiplayer. So even if the multiplayer functionality is not as popular, they can count on people playing zombies for, 
you know, years from now or a year from now. On that have, you, have you checked out the, they actually, they have like a little bit of a demo on the modern warfare right now where it's like, so I don't know if, I don't know if you knew about this, but Zombie they, kind of, yeah. So they, yeah. they, they switched it up to where the gulag is not going to be a thing anymore and you're going to get respawned as a zombie. And like, they're like quote unquote doing like a, hol- like a Halloween event. Um, but it's like, it's like the way for them to beta test it pretty much, you know, but it's, have you played that at all? Have you played it? My uncle has played it and I've seen it. It looks really fun. It looks really fun. And I love that they're doing things like this. It's just, it's exciting. It's exciting to see what's to come. That's cool. It actually, it feels really fresh. I, I was kind of, I I played a little bit this past weekend, probably only like 20, 30 minutes. I probably did four or five lives, but the first time I killed like three or four zombies before I ended up dying. That was really cool. Um, just because, like, I'm like, oh, I'm playing Warzone, but I'm killing zombies. That, yeah. was, that was cool. That actually kind of, like, really spooked me because the first time I saw a zombie, he was, like, I, like, had, like, an SMG and a pistol. And I was like, oh, my God, like, the match just started. Like, somebody already died. Like, how's this? <laughs> I feel bad for them because I definitely fucked them up. <laughs> um, what is it like? Is a zombie... Are they fast or are they slow? They are so fast. And like you can jump like, so like if you were like chilling on like the second, third floor of a building, like a zombie can jump that high. Oh shit. And just get up there and fuck shit up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you hold the, hold the left trigger right now. And that allows you like the longer you hold it, the higher you jump. And like, I mean, like you have to like, there's like, you have to wait a second before you jump. It's also like, it's kind of cool. You really have to, like, if you, because if you kill a zombie or if you kill, like, a real person in Warzone, you really got to keep your head on a swivel. Because, so, like, I, like, I'll, I'll walk you through this, something that I had. So, I was, I was playing um, with the teammates, with some teammates, and I, I don't know, I don't know what happened. I, like, didn't get the memo that they had already dropped, so I, like, dropped a little bit further away. Um, and then, like, I ended up, like, killing one guy, and then, like, a zombie killed me from behind. Like, I could, like, hear him. And then, like, so I was a zombie. I, like, got back to life and then this is where i found out that you could be a zombie twice so then i was then i was like kind of um just like so i was doing this with random people because i didn't really know how it worked yet and then we like all went to stadium and they got to the the top of stadium i i had a heart sensor but like i didn't have a headset so i couldn't tell them i was like i definitely saw somebody like on the ground floor so i was like or like i thought they were on the ground floor so I like went and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna fuck this person up. Oh, we also had a UAV. That's how I, that's how I knew they were on the ground because I knew there were people on the roof and they went to the people on the roof, but I went to the person on the ground floor and I, I ended up killing him. Um, and then I saw somebody else and then, well, then I saw a zombie and then I killed a zombie. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like my heart was just like racing. Cause then I saw somebody else and then I killed that person. I like followed them and killed that person. But then I was like, just trying, then I was like, I was like, my ammo was gone. Like my armor was gone so I was like reloading and doing that stuff and then they killed me because like when you're a zombie you can like you can like you pretty much drop down like right where you were and since I hadn't really moved because I was like using using my ammo box and like refilling my armor he like was able to like he was able to to drop down drop in as a zombie and then fuck me up as I was right there uh wow and like he did it viciously so (laughs) um but then I then I came back as a zombie and then I was able to like, so that's when I, you, I figured out that you can come back as a zombie or like they might change this, but like in this like beta testing phase, they're doing it. So like you can come back again if your teammates are still alive. It's like my teammates were still alive. So I like went and got two syringes 
and I was able to like drop back in. And then I still had all my same weapons, which was cool. They, I, I feel like they might change that, but then they also might not change that. Cause like, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a different, it's a really different vibe. It's not necessarily as hard to like kill people with like, like people with guns, but like every time I died, I died from a zombie, except for when I was a zombie. Oh man. Took away from Warzone. Right. And it's just like looking out for, looking out for zombies. But it was also like, it's, it's also like in nighttime. So that kind of adds something else to it. And like, yeah, I, if, if I were, if I were somebody that hadn't played it, I would, I would switch my Warzone classes to like the holographic scopes. Cause I, I don't have those set up right now, like for my Warzone setup. But then I was like, after playing it, I was like, because like it's dark. So like, if you just have like a normal scope side thing. Like, that's not holographic. It's, it's not as easy to see. But, like, with the holographic, it's definitely easier to see it because it's at night. Like, it's at night, if that makes sense. I'm excited to get back into first-person shooters when, when next-gen comes out. Because, I don't know, it just seems now, like, they, there's a lot of, like, updates and just just playing around with it, you know. You know um, and that, that always has been a thing. But prior, there just wasn't as much creativity, I feel like. Yeah, because it was just, like, everybody wanted to make, like, the super hyper-realistic, like, first-person shooter. Yeah. I'm kind of, like, I'm actually kind of glad that there's, um, like, that there's zombies. I was kind of, like, like, when we talked about, like, we were feeling kind of burnt out on that one episode. I was kind of just, like, I don't know if I'm going to buy it, the new one. Because, like, I just spent, um, like, 60 on this one. And then I spent, like, 60 on, like, Battle Passes. And I was, like, I don't really know if that's what I want to do yeah. I feel like it's like I'm like it's just coming out like I just spent like uh, the money on the battle passes but anyways I think I'm gonna do it because one of the problems that I've been having that I've noticed that I've been having with first person shooters is I don't know maybe I'm like maturing or getting old maybe they're the same but like I don't like the like just like the super violent like gory like aspect of that like because so, like now I'm like oh like you were like killing like tons of people in this and I don't know maybe that's just hitting me different no, I definitely feel that as well, like, because especially being someone who has played first-person shooters, I never had my parents to, like, playing at, like, 13, 14, my parents were never like, hey, Brandon, you shouldn't, you shouldn't play a game where you're, like, killing people to them. It was just, they didn't even think about that. But, like, for me, growing up and maturing, I kind of, as I became more self-aware and a little more conscious, you know, I kind of noticed the effects that it was having on me. Yeah, definitely, man. Just playing those games over and over, like, night in, night out, over and over. It was like, uh, it was an addiction. It was, it really was an addiction, you know, and, and it makes me think a lot about, like, um, porn addiction, um, which yeah. is another addiction that plagues males. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you have an addictive personality, you should definitely know that about yourself and keep yourself in check. I feel like yeah. Definitely, like, I used the theme of the podcast, man, like, there's so many resources that, like, can get you help, like, I mean, I'm, you know, I think, like, I speak for both of us and say, like, we're both really lucky that we were able to, like, realize those things, yeah. you know, they're, like, both, like, porn and, like, violent video games, like, they're addictive, you know, and it's awesome that we were able to, like, be like, yo, like, maybe we should not do this right now, or take a break, or, you know, and, like, definitely having, like, male friends that are all going through the same thing, like that definitely really helps out too. And like, if you're struggling with that, you know, like hopefully we'll have a community, you know, with this podcast and that's something we're trying to create. So definitely feel free to like reach out with that. Um, you know, Cause yeah. everybody struggles with that, you know, that's it. I think that might be, that might be a good place to end this on, man. 
I think so as well, man. We've touched on some really good points on this podcast. We've gotten to talk a lot about Switch that you just got. We got to talk oh. about Next Gen. Man, we got to even like kind of launch things for the next episode with Florence and Breath of the Wild. You know, looking yeah. forward to just touching those titles before the next. Yeah, I actually, and I'm like, we're, have, we're doing another episode this week, which is cool because I actually have like a list of things that I wanted to talk to you about, and I didn't even didn't even get to them. Ah, uh, that is awesome. That's good. That means it's this is really good stuff, man. We yeah. have a lot of content. Yeah, that's awesome. That's working out. I actually, um, I, I'm definitely cool to like end this pretty soon. But I have a huge, I have a huge backlog of games that I'm playing through right now. Really? Tell I've me. Got, I've got quite a few. Wow, dude. I I literally have so many. Uh, it, I mean, it feels it feels overwhelming. But so I have. I just got. Like when we started the podcast, I got No Man's Sky. Uh, I haven't really put. Oh, you you broke up! I didn't hear you there. No Man's Sky. That sounds familiar. What is that? Yeah, so that's like the the one where it's like it, like the system like generates a new world, and like if you jump into it, like everybody's gonna have a different experience because like it's all like automatically gener- generated by the system and the software, and like so like. Oh, it's cool, man. I, I really want to, I don't, it's kind of a lot to get into. So I don't really want to get into it right now. Yeah. But yeah, like that's, so that's like a big game because it's literally infinite. And I, I put a, put about two hours into that one. Um, but then I just didn't pick it up. Um, Cause like right, right when I was like feeling like overwhelmed with just everything and like overwhelmed and underwhelmed at the same time, there's also like some context, like shit's kind of going down in the world right now so like that was also like the weight of the world was kind of getting to me at that point um which i mean it's gone to everybody during quarantine and covid um but like it just kind of like hit me then so then i kind of like set down aside and then yeah i got breath of the wild got some mario kart i don't even i think i've played every circuit at this point but i'm still <laughs> figuring out who i'm playing as i have this oh this is embarrassing um but i'll i'll say it um <laughs> i bought Assassin's Creed 3 because I've never really gotten into an Assassin's Creed game and it's embarrassing because I already had it <laughs> I had it on a disc and I bought the digital download dude it's happened to the best of us we've oh. all a situation in gaming where you just like you just take an L financially because of your you know <laughs> your hobby happens. man <laughs> it just happens so the reason that I I forgot that. So, oh God, it's a whole story, man. I'll, 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 I'll say this and then we can end it. Um, but I still have like a ton of more games. I haven't even talked about Tony Hawk yet. Oh man. Uh, I'll talk about that one in the next one. But so I, when I bought my Xbox 360, so un, unlike you, I actually, like my parents were like super against me playing video games and they like, were, like so against, um, me like playing like first person shooters and stuff and like i get that uh, yeah. actually i i don't really i i don't really talk about this very often but you know i think it goes well with what we're saying and like the message of our pod and stuff but i actually i had a cousin that i never met because they they got killed in columbine oh man that's so sad. that that kind of sucks and that definitely like affected our family and like my parents and how they like raised me and stuff. So like they were like very against me playing video games. Um, when I turned 18, I, I bought a 360 from my, 
friend Ted. So shout out to Ted. He gave me a great deal. Shout out to Ted. <laughs> he got me. He got me a one, um, and I got his his old 360. It was cool because I would always go over to his house and play, and like I got one of his. I got I got his whole setup. So I got his like good controller. And then the shitty controller that I always played as when I was at his house that had like the dog chew marks in it. Um, and we played so many hours of like zombies and stuff at his house. So definitely shout out to Ted here. Cause he also gave me like a huge deal on like the used 360 games. Um, and I bought like, he would, he said, it's like, I'm just going to sell them back to GameStop. They're, they're going to give me like 10 bucks. So he's like five bucks family special, like five bucks for any of my games. Um, that I had and I bought a whole catalog from him. Some of them like aren't backwards compatible. Some of them I've just never even played. Um, but one of them was Assassin's Creed 3. And I was like, I, I definitely I definitely played it. Um, so I had it and I played it. And then like, cause you start off as like a British officer in like the colonial, um, I, maybe not, maybe, maybe I'm imagining that. Maybe that was a dream I had. But I, I think, think you start what? I think I remember playing AC3 and like you start off something like that. You start off somewhere like that in the lab and then they send you back. Oh god, I hate that whole thing that they do there. Like I not to get into that right now, but like why can't you just commit to like like why do you have to have that like sci-fi thing? Like that whole like just for storytelling, like the writers when they paid the writers. They just couldn't, like, they couldn't get out of that. Like, I have to tell the story. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's my, that's my biggest thing about, I, that's why I, I have never really gotten into it. That just pulls me out. Like, that, like, if I'm, like, in a world and I'm, like, fucking somebody up and, like, I just assassinated them and then I get, like, pulled back to the modern time, I'm, like, uh, I don't know. It just, I, I mean, like, that's, that's the whole franchise, so I'm not going to, like. Right, it's a part of the story. Part of the story is um, maybe I got to play this one to like really see how I feel. But like, yeah. anyways, so then I was like, I was sitting there in my, in my bed one day and I was like, I really want to play some Assassin's Creed right now. And I was like, I really just want to fuck some, some, fuck some people up and assassinate them. And I looked at my Xbox and I was like, I swear that I had got like Assassin's Creed 3 on like a, like a games for gold, which they still do that. I don't, did you know? Did you know about games with gold? Have you heard games about that? gold? Yeah, I'm I'm loving what Xbox is doing right now with their their whole Game Pass and mm-hmm. it's some um, it's really to prepare for this new next gen. But continue, please. Yeah, dude. Oh, we could get into that too. We could yeah. go down the rabbit hole on that. But I'm, I think I might get an Xbox next gen. Really? You're are you are you thinking about release date or mm. waiting a bit, waiting for some of the, like the Knicks and, and stuff to come out and then getting one? Well, oh god, I don't really want to get into this right now. But <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that I think I'm going to. I don't know if I'm going to get it like at release. I might like wait for the initial like like hype to be over, um, and then order one. Um, but I think I'm going to get the Xbox because, or the I think I might even get the the better version of the Xbox. Okay. Because I can play my whole library on it. Mm. like I could play my whole library as it is and I'll be able to like some of my games that make my Xbox wheeze it will actually be able to run them oh yeah you won't have to wait as long to like play them that would be cool 
But I have a question for you. Since you're since you're going for the higher end Xbox, are you going to do anything for like the 4K functionality? Because that's something that I was thinking for with the PS5. Um, right now, the HDMI ports that I have are not, you know, capable to handle 4K at 120 hertz. So are you going to yeah. do? That? Uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. The re the the selling point for me to get the the more expensive one is the the disc because I have a couple like so like if you are looking to save some money as a gamer, you can sometimes you can get the discs used cheaper and sometimes right. like so like like No Man's Sky for example, I got it for like twenty bucks from Walmart like new, but I had to get the disc and I was like shit twenty bucks like hell yeah I'm gonna do that um, but like yeah I have the disc and. I don't really know. Well, yeah, I, if you're looking to save money, discs are a good option. Um, as far as the 4k, my, I don't think my TV could even do 4k. I've had my TV for about four years right now. And I was actually looking at it today and I was like, Hmm, it looks a little small. I could probably upgrade, but I probably won't. I see this is, I'm, I'm just in a, such a weird spot right now. Um, cause I need to like, my phone's old. My shoes are not old anymore. I just got some. I mean, like I have like work shoes, you know. Yeah, but your um, shoe game is up. <laughs> a little. My shoe game, my clothing game is a little bit up. Just got the switch, but yeah, I need to get like a new phone. I my audio on my TV is getting a little raspy, so I think I need to buy a sound bar. Mm-hmm. Those are only like a hundred bucks, but there's also Christmas coming up, and oh. I live far from my family, so I'd have to like buy the plane ticket and presents so it's kind of one of those and then like the new console comes out in like november so so here's the thing here here's my here's how i like really feel about it i don't think there's very much coming out at launch and like xbox specifically is like like game preservation and like library preservation so like that's like we have like the game pass thing like so many things are backwards compatible that that's why i think i'm probably going to get the xbox first but then I also like, I feel like I've been cheated, like not being able to play all these PlayStation games. So I think I might wait for a game that I like, like really want to play for the PlayStation and then get, get one of those. Man, I've always been an Xbox person since my dad got me that Xbox. Um, and then I had the X-Bone and I don't know, I got a PS4 from because I was just bored and I just wanted to do something different. I got into the PS4. It was this one title, man. It was The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man. And it, it's coming out for the next gen on PS5. And it looks so looks so good, man. I'm so stoked for that. I can't wait. And God of War is also coming out again. Have to play Did that. you play the last one? Yeah, I love that. love that title. I heard that one is like a really cool message. It's also my dad's favorite game. So, you know, I kind of have to have kind of have to love that one. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I'd love to talk to you more about all of that. Dude, we have literally so much video game stuff to talk about. <laughs> we have so much content, just a lot, you know, yeah. that's, I think that's why we started this. Yeah, that is. I, yeah. So, okay, let me, let me finish this, this Assassin's Creed thing. I sitting there and I was like, all right, I know I have played Assassin's Creed 3. Where is it on my Xbox? Because I thought I had digitally downloaded it from, yeah. I thought I had downloaded it with Games with Gold. And I like, look, so I have, I have like two Assassin's Creeds on, or well, I have three now. I have three Assassin's Creeds on my Xbox. I have like 
I'm totally blanking on it, but it's like the ones that are in the UK. They came out like way later. They're shorter games. They're, they're like the. Like, I remember they. It was for a while. Like for a while, their Assassin's Creed was making a few titles where it was like a little different, like Civil War or like mm-hmm. you know those titles. Uh, kind of. So so these all these titles are after four. They're after Black Flag, but like before Odyssey. Okay. And it's like I think there's like one of them. It's like Origins, like. I have like the one from Persia where it's like a Persian lady. Oh, like the Spartan one? No, 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 no. Um, that that one's that one's Odyssey. That one's Odyssey. Okay, sorry. I'm mixing. No, yeah, I'm confused now too. Oh gosh, it's gonna hit me later. One. But anyways, they they weren't the ones that I, I like. I like started playing them, and I was like, man, maybe this is it. And there's like a British dude in it, so I was like, maybe. So I like started playing it. Um, but it's basically, it's like, it's way later, like it's, or not way later, it's like the industrial revolution, and like you go and like, it's actually, it's a cool mission, like you go and like, basically kill the dude that's like, forcing all these child laborers to work in this like, this like, like steamy factory. Um, but anyways, I was like, this is, I mean, like, yeah, this was cool, but this is not the one that I wanted. Um, and I, because I wanted to play the one, like the Revolutionary War one. Um, because I don't know that just like the the trailer for that is just so sick. Because um, then like after playing, I was like, well, man, is this the one that I played? Anyways, I ended up like it was on sale, so I only got it. I got it for like ten bucks, which is like nice. And I I bought it a second time, and I like I got saved a little bit um, for it being on sale. Um, yeah. And I haven't I haven't played it, but then like I was looking through my backlog of like just discs that I have, and it was on there. Oh man. So got it twice but i'm excited to check it out um just because um like i think that you know i i think that this is we kind of talked about this a little bit in this episode uh but like i think i mentioned i had like i had like a like a itch to play like a fighting game yeah you did and i think that i had mentioned that like with skyrim like what i didn't like about it was just like the the trigger mashing and i i recently played like jedi fallen order and i loved that and I think I mentioned it like once or twice, but like the combat of that, like you have to like parry and block. And then like, like if you block, you can only take like block so many hits before like your stamina goes down. And then like, if you're like opponent, like is they're blocking, they have a stamina bar. But then if you parry, like you also do some damage and it gives you a chance to attack them. And just like that, like level of combat and there's like a skill tree. Like I just loved that. And I, I'm really itching for that in a game. And I don't really know what that is. Um, and Assassin's Creed is kind of like that. Like, there's a skill tree and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, Spider-Man is a lot like that. Dude, that is on my backlog, man. See, that's why I'm just, like, with the new consoles, I'm so, like, up in the air. I want to preserve my catalog because, like, I haven't beaten everything that I have. I also want to support Microsoft and what they're doing because they're trying to make gaming more accessible. And even though Microsoft is a huge company that has a lot of moral problems in the past and present, I still think that's the right way to go. And with Sony, I don't know. I think they're kind of just like being little shits with their <laughs> like exclusive titles. But like they have so many that I just want to play. Like Spider-Man, like I really feel like I'm missing out on playing that. Like there's like a couple others that I just want to play so bad. Dude, there's just so many good titles coming up. And, you know, I, I want to mention this too. With the next gen coming out, I think it's a good opportunity for, for all of us gamers to just – you know, take a step back and, and do some better accounting and, and just um, be a little smarter about, you know, our habit. And yeah, 
Yeah, definitely, man. We really should. I think that we should definitely try and like just try and make sure that we get games that are like better for us. You know, I mean, like there's like so many resources now that like you can do that with. Like you can see somebody like Twitch stream it, or like you can watch some gameplay like after it comes out. You know, like there's no reason not to like if you're feeling a little bit hesitant on something. Like there's no reason not to wait a little bit. And this kind of like brings in the last episode a little bit, like with Star Wars Squadrons. I, you know, that game wasn't for me. I didn't love it, but I like I was just so hyped for it that I bought it at launch. You know, and I if I was a little bit wish washy, you know, I could have like waited a little bit and I'd been like, oh, yeah, but. You know, luckily I'm I'm blessed and I'm I'm all right in the financials. Not great, but I'm all right. We are doing the 299 Florence, which I'm excited. I'm excited. That's gonna be a new experience for me. I've never, I've one. I've never played anything on mobile, and I've never like played anything like so cheap too. And I think it's kind of like an indie developer. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, and I'm and let's use let's use the word inexpensive. It's a little. <laughs> oh, did I say cheap? It's better. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I literally, man, it's like ingrained in our, like, it is inexpensive. And that's awesome. Like, that's like a good thing. Go, like, you know, we should like, yeah, that's awesome for you calling me out on that. Cause like, that's just like what I said, but like, yeah, like, I guess like, that's just like the front of my brain, you know, if I'm on autopilot, but yeah, like definitely like cheap is not a good, like, it's definitely inexpensive and you're, we're supporting an indie developer. Um, well, I don't know about Nana Prime. I'm, that actually sounds kind of big, but well, yeah, I'll do some research. I think I've heard of them before. I think yeah, but even still, like it's kind of like a new medium, like a forty-minute game, yeah. like on a platform that, like, if you are listening to this, you can pick it up, like regardless if you have a system. Right. I think this is great for us just to like open our our you know our breadth of of the gaming world. You know, it is it is more than just these consoles there is a whole pc gaming world out there yeah vr there's so much it's it's kind of it's it's awesome that it's like gotten to this point um but it's also like kind of hard to digest and especially if you're like maybe if you're somebody that's like listening to this podcast to like kind of get a little bit more of the community or something like that like there are endless amount of video games so like you will never be able to play them all you're truly just recognizing that some are not for like some are just not for you and that's okay and like if you like and it doesn't and like a game doesn't have to be anything you know like it could just be like a game i'm assuming i mean like i'm assuming we're gonna enjoy florence but like just for the sake of the argument like it could be like a 40 minute mobile game or it could be a mobile game that like you just play on your like on the subway on your way to work you know or it could be like a a title that you like grind out hundreds of hours you know or it could just be like a multiplayer online like there's so many genres so many things like we're all different so it's cool that we can explore the new like new and different games the new age of gaming man we're really on in it like an exciting time for for gamers really it's it's just everywhere so many choices so many options and and like you're saying, like we're really in a place where we have to like be wise about where we're putting our time in this space because there's just so much to explore, and and yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. And like it's it's definitely like another thing that we didn't really like touch on with like accessibility and gaming. It also takes up a lot of time, and like you should never like sacrifice like real world experiences. Real world. Yeah, to, to play video games like if you're in a i think like i read or no I, I definitely heard this somewhere that like it was from like a psychologist and, and they like specifically studied like game gaming and i man if i if i can think of it i'll, I'll link it in the, the show notes but or i guess is that what people say 
in the episode description. <laughs> um, I've, we've never done that, so I don't really know what it's called. But it's uh, it's like a like a person that is like a, also a gamer. She is like a professional, and like a, I guess she's a doctor. And she said that if you play more than ten hours a week, that's probably affecting your life outside of gaming. Oh man, okay. But I mean, like, like 10 hours is like two hours a day um, in like the five day week. And like, I also like there are like weekdays, like today, I'm probably not going to play any video games. And just because like, this is like, this is taking up like the free time that I that I would have. Yeah. Which I mean, like, I'm and you got like school and stuff too. So, but like on the weekends, like sometimes I can play for two or three hours, like maybe four hours at a time. So like, if you do that on the weekends, like maybe be like, hey, like maybe I should go for a walk, do some other yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah. Definitely, because if not, you'll, you'll kind of get off balance. And that's kind of what happened with me. You know, I mentioned earlier how my parents didn't really have like a very strict kind of regimen. And then I got to this point where I was like very free. I was spending my time almost exclusively on video games growing up. And, and then I got to a point where I was like, wait, hold up. You know, it was like, I don't know. I just, I started working at 14 because it clicked, it clicked for me. It was like, you know, I'm lacking real world, real world experience. And then from there, I kind of just started, you know, going the other route. That's awesome, man. Ain't away from- What did you start doing at 14? Dude, I I worked for this uh, government, there's like this government program where they would find kids jobs. And I worked for like this app developer and I was helping them, um, you know, just think of ideas. They were literally taking my ideas. (laughs) super sick really funny um but yeah kids have the best ideas because they're so creative and they're just like they don't have these like intrinsic things in their brains and that's where i learned doing that at 14 and then from there i kind of just we met at patagonia like a few years down the road i i started a little like business around that time like 14 um i was mowing lawns it was like the opposite of what you were doing i was doing manual labor (laughs) and you were doing using your brain that's awesome Follow my parents' lead. It's following because they're both engineers. So you know, I was just like, "Oh, really? I didn't know." Did you know my dad was an engineer? I I didn't think you told me that. What kind? Uh, he's a civil engineer. Civil. What kind, are, what kind are your parents? My father is an electrical, and my mother is a mechanical. That's awesome. That's super cool. My I think I mentioned this. My sister, she's studying environmental engineering right now. Yeah, you did tell me that one. That one is really cool. Environmental, and that's like so current to environmental engineering are you, are you doing like uh software engineering is that kind of where you're thinking going i was thinking yeah i was doing like computer information systems but now i'm, I'm going more towards like bba route and just yeah. my bachelor in, in business administration and then from there seeing where that, that goes yeah there's a lot of jobs in that man if you're looking for an internship i might be able to hook you up <laughs> i don't don't hold me to it man i i'm so <laughs> dumb <laughs> I've applied, you know, to internships at Google, Twitter, Facebook, um, you know, YouTube. I'm trying, I'm trying to get into these tech, these tech firms. I want to, I want to put my foot in there and just see some of the work that they're doing for myself. I'm putting out those vibes for you, man. I really hope you get those. I really appreciate that. And this has been such a great episode. We were going for like an hour. We go for like an hour, but we're, we're, we've been here for a bit longer. I'm I'm proud. Yeah, definitely, man. And we could talk about so much more too. I'm excited, man. This I think that uh, I think these episodes are really coming together, and we're having a lot of fun with it, which is which is really what it's about. Definitely. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Have a great night. Likewise, you too, brother.